Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Man in the moon, look down on this place, this ball in space, face to face. I say, Holmes, before you start dissing, check it out, see what you've been missing. Hear your shot till you drop, can't stop. Cop thrills on a 900 line, gives you chill. Rap on with the rapper, clap on with the clapper. It's a nice place to live, but I wouldn't want to visit. Such a nice place to live. Nah, it's a nice place to live, but I wouldn't want to visit. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I am your host, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is my beautiful husband and your other host, Chris Mullet. Take me away, Irma. Just <laughs> That is wrong. Just easier. That's so sad. Welcome to the second annual Married with Movies Hurricane-a-thon. Like, you would really rather be swept up in a hurricane no. than have to be on this podcast with me? No, just, I, nothing was ready. The, my finger got stuck in the console in the middle of the couch. This baby is crawling everywhere. She is. She's moving. She's, she's, she's on the If you're move. a scientist out there and you have the technology to add a Roomba to my kid, that'd be great. Because I'll have a spotless fucking floor. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you would. We would. Certainly would. She's, um, she's making her way over here. Here she comes. Here she comes to wreck the day. She likes that. She likes my opera singing. My money mouse. It is September some fucking day in September. I don't even know anymore. Today is I'm going to work in like 9th. three days. September 9th. September 9th. 9-9. Saturday, 9-9-99. Remember, uh, you remember the VMAs in 1999? No. They like promoted the shit out of it because it was on September 9th. 9-9-99. No, I don't remember that. Um, yeah, so Hurricane Irma is about to hit us. Destroy us. Not destroy no. us, but you know, it's... It's, it's on its way. So if it's you remember last way. year, we knocked out a bunch of podcasts. Uh, we had a roof leak live on the show. That was fun. Yeah, that So was. knock on wood, you won't get that again. Um, you're actually hearing this, not this week. You're going to hear another podcast uh, from when we're recording this for this upcoming week. This is actually airing for Pod Slam Week. Because I can't go to Chicago. Yeah, so this is airing, like, September like 21st. Yeah, this will air September 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our representation for PodSlam, a podcast marathon benefiting Connor's Cure. We've been promoting it weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, it is almost here. Uh, so every year we watch And a from wrestling. when you're hearing this, it'll be here in two days. So go online, donate. What's the website? The website is... Connorscure.com slash arcade audio. That was incredibly incorrect. Arcadeaudio.net slash podslam. I've only been saying it for weeks on I end. I don't listen to you. You don't when listen you to speak. me. This is important and you're ruining it. <laughs> Arcadeaudio.net slash podslam is where you can donate. You can still get tickets. $20 all day long. You can come and go as you please. You want to see one show and come back. Got another show, come back. However you want to do it. Um, there is going to be amazing, amazing shows, 12 hours of podcasting at the I.O. Theater, Chicago, Illinois, the Chris Farley Cabaret, Cookie Dough Egg Rolls. Um, There's going to be a bar. There's going to be game shows. There's going to be rumbles. There's going to be... uh, No babies. No babies. uh, 
there's two sponsors this year. We have a silent auction with some um, actual wrestling memorabilia that's probably going to be there. Um, thank you to WWE and Dana Warrior for providing that. Um, it is going to be an amazing day, an amazing show. Wish we could be there. Um, Wish is, I could be there. Yes. You will be there. I will be there. If I weren't there, Rich would have put a gun in his mouth already. Um, it's going to be an amazing day. And, yeah. Hopefully we don't have another hurricane around then. Yeah, hopefully. Thank you, Samantha. Otherwise, I'll have several more of these podcasts. Yes. Uh, like I said, we're going to hopefully have a bunch of stuff. Uh, he's got my foot. <laughs> a bunch of stuff recorded over the next couple of days. We've been out of work. Uh, well, you'll hear more about it. You've, you've already heard more about it last week. Um, stop going underneath the couch. There's nothing underneath there. Should I shut my thing? I would, yes. Is she under there? No. Um, you ruined it for everybody. We didn't... Ow, she's headbutted my femur. Um, which, by the way, uh, this is just for Rich when he hears this. Uh, that's what Vince Russo says is supporting people for all the hurricanes. Femur. <laughs> so, as you can tell from the title, we've watched... <coughs> Suburban uh, Commando. Suburban Commando. Before we get in there, we'll probably... Do, like, we probably should have discussed it on the last week's episode, whatever that is, but... Um, Recently, of course, if you knew the podcast, we watch random movies from our movie collection that we either pick Ow. out of a box or we nominate. She bit my foot. Um, Chili bit my foot. And when we watch movies Ew. in theaters or movies we haven't seen before, we talk about them at the top of the show, but we have a child, so you know we don't get out to the movies very often. Um, but we do have means of watching recent movies from the comfort of our home without watching them. Um... And the other day, when I was homesick with Jillian, I was able to well, watch... you were home. She was sick. I was home sick with a uh, sick Jillian. Um, I watched Kong Skull Island for the first time. How was it? I enjoyed it. There were two fantastic parts like that are just Jillian fucking enjoyed bad. it. She loved it. When uh, the movie opens on a, like a spoiler, but when you first meet Kong, like he puts one of his giant like paws or like arms up on a, a on, a, on a mountain. They have hands. A hand, and then his other one comes up and like he pushes himself up to like show the characters. And she started clapping. She claps a lot now, but normally you have to like tell her, "Good job, Jilly. Good job. Good job, baby." And she starts clapping good for this. Job. She just saw King Kong good and she job. just loved it. Yeah, good job. Later on that day, I was watching a Cinema Sin supercut. Um, and I, one of the parts had Mufasa being killed in The Lion King, and she started laughing, and I was like, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> that's not nice at all. But yeah, I liked it. There's plenty of flaws. I mean, it's not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination, um, but for what it was, I enjoyed it. I did. Um, I will probably buy it on Black Friday for cheap, so you'll have to watch it one day. Great. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fine. Perfectly fine. I'm glad I didn't pay any money for it now, and on Black Friday, if it's like, Ten bucks, I probably wouldn't get it, but if it's like seven or eight, then yes, I'll get it. Um, but with that, it is time to discuss today's... To discuss today's movie, second straight year, we are watching a Hulk Hogan film, if you can call them that. It's going to be a tradition. Well, it depends on... I mean, we don't have that many more left. He's made uh, several... Several, but some of them I don't even own. Yeah, I don't own yet. some of them. Yeah, and I'm owning these. What does it say about those films? Oh boy! Uh, but this is one of my favorites from when I was a kid. Suburban Commando. That's my film. I'll read the box. Uh, right suburb, wrong planet. 
Hey, knock it off. The perfect action comedy for kids and parents, says Janine Williams, USA Today. Got a good review in USA Today. Hulk Mania. They couldn't even get the fucking <laughs> name of his gimmick right on the back of the box. Hulk Mania sweeps the universe. It's Hulkamania. I guess we know. Hulk Mania sweeps the universe. Hulk Hogan, Rocky Three, and Mr. Nanny. Wrestling superstar leads Christopher Lloyd, Back to the Future, One, Two, Three, The Addams Family, and Shelley Duvall, Popeye, and Roxanne on a hilarious and high-spirited action comedy adventure. The Hulkster is Shep Ramsey, a valiant galactic warrior temporarily stranded on Earth, living with a mild-mannered architect and his wife, Lloyd and Duvall, and their two children. Shep's efforts to adapt to suburban life are hilariously unsuccessful, and relations with the neighbors soon reach crisis proportion. But when his evil nemesis from across the universe tracks him to his backyard bungalow, Shep needs all the help from Earthlings he can get even from his bumbling landlord, featuring fantastic special effects and the commanding and inspired comic presence of a Hulk Hogan. The nonstop laughter in action will delight families from any planet. Whoever wrote the, back of, whoever wrote the copy on the back of this You're box. You're the real MVP. Man. Uh, so I was a... We talked about it last year on the No Holds Barred podcast. I was a, a wrestling kid in the late 80s, early 90s, so Hulk Hogan was my everything. I had everything Hulk Hogan, and of course, if there is a movie that has Hulk Hogan in it, especially a family comedy like this, of course, I'm going to get taken to go see it, I'm going to have it on VHS, I'm going to watch it all the fucking time. So I've probably watched this movie dozens of times in my life. It has been, I don't think I've ever watched it as an adult. Uh, I only recently bought it a couple years ago. I found it uh, for cheap on Amazon for like five bucks on DVD, so I got it. Go get your toys. And I've been waiting to watch it to see because we've had plenty of films from our childhood that have not. That did not. And I know this one. Look, it's a Hulk Hogan family comedy. Like, I know there's a certain level here. I will say, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It honestly is not that bad. It's not that bad. It is is light years ahead of No Holds Barred because that wasn't a family comedy. Oh, yeah. That's what makes the difference. I think it actually does. I think. Hulk Hogan is much yeah, better. Yeah, because Kazam wasn't a family comedy. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, Hulk Hogan's a better actor than Shaquille O'Neal. Can we say that right now? Oh. I don't think we have enough material that we've seen of, of, of both to make that decision. Well, let's not investigate it any further. Let's just say it. <laughs> Go with it. Okay, okay. I ain't buying steel, all right? <laughs> actually, fuck, I do have blue chips upstairs, which actually is really good. So I think uh, blue chips is Shaquille O'Neal's Suburban Commando. Okay. Yeah. Um... It's not that bad. Is it a cheesy, corny, early 90s fucking action comedy that's got a whole Hogan in it? Of course it is. But if that's your expectations going into it... Then it's fine. Then it's fine. This was an hour and 26 we, minutes where I wasn't worried that my entire house is going to cave in later I on mean, in the week. It's super insulting to Japanese people. <laughs> Just in that one little... No, the entire time. Let's, hey, let's be fair. That's all on Larry Miller. They They... Larry looked at the script. Larry looked at the script. He's like, "I'm not reading this shit. I'm, I'm Larry Miller in everything." Yeah. La- the, when Larry Miller gets casted, you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. You pay him to do that. Yeah. Um, and then he saw, oh, Japanese people. I'm, I'm golden. I'm gonna talk about kamikazes, kamikazes. and Godzilla. I'm, I nailed Great. this. Well, that's um, the only thing that was offensive. I mean. No, I know. I was just kidding. No, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> It was fine. I'm sorry. What did Joe Pesci do with my wife? It was fine. It it was it was fine. 
I mean, it wasn't as harmful as some of the other movies. And by harmful, I mean to my retinas. And, and ears. And ears. And my ears. brain. Drums. Yeah. Like, yeah. it has, like, it hammers home the point of, man, this guy's an alien, and he's from another place. He doesn't know what's going on. And, and it hammers home that Christopher Lloyd is a pussy. Christopher Lloyd is a cuck. <laughs> he gets cuckled. <laughs> he is a cuck. Shep Ramsey cuckolded me. <laughs> He just cuckolded it. He he's he's just a, a little guy with no balls. Here's the thing, like let's think about this. Like Christopher Lloyd in 1991, probably still like one of the biggest stars on the planet, right? Yeah. I mean, this is Back to the Future. All through Back to the Future already them. gone in the first Adams Clue. family. Well, Clue's not a big hit. But oh, like, but Clue, he was so good in Clue. We Christopher about Lloyd that. is a huge was a huge star. He was, he was... But it's Christopher Lloyd, so... I know, like, you can get him this, for anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think he was also the weird guy in Dennis the Menace. Yeah, yeah, like... He's, like, I, the page master, I, like... Yeah. He is the early Christopher Walken, and that you can get Christopher Walken, he'll do anything. Yeah. Like, he did the Country Bears. Which we'll find out one day, because I bought that for super cheap one time. Yeah, and, and Hairspray. Like, Christopher... And, but yeah. he's... But that's in his wheelhouse. He's a, he's a musical theater guy. Christopher Lloyd will do fucking anything. Christopher Lloyd was in fucking the new Piranha movies. You know, like, he does, He was in that Pamela Anderson librarian television show. Stacked, I think it was called. Yeah. Great name. Get it. <laughs> Good job. Um, but in this, like, this is, you know, this, like, came across his agent. He was like, hey, you want, like, six weeks off? And you're still going to get paid? Go to Suburban Commando. Shalita Duvall just didn't want to work with Kubrick again. She's like, this is much easier. Instead of me getting terrified. I didn't even put The Shining on the back of I the box. I don't understand why they didn't put The Shining on the back She's of the box. She's also hardly in it. Um, and when she is in it, it's, like, I don't want to be shallow. But when there's a, a pan-up shot of, like, a woman in, like, a negligee, and it ends on Shelley Duvall, that ain't right. <laughs> that's, come on. What are you doing to your audience? Man, woman, child. That's not fair. That's not right. And plus... Christopher Lloyd and Shelley Duvall would not make those two cute kids. She looks like BoJack Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She does. It's true. Yeah, those two kids look nothing. <laughs> Do they each have an affair with somebody else, and then they just stole those kids, I think is what happened. Um, so yeah, it's it's your typical, like, oh, we ain't gonna talk about fucking plot. I mean, although it's not like silly. It has silly. a linear plot. Yeah, I mean, like, he's saving the galaxy. He thinks he kills the villain. His ship's damaged, so he needs to land somewhere and recharge. He lands on Earth, and bounty hunters come, and the guy survives, and he comes and follows him from tracking stuff. I know, like, Christopher Lloyd is stalking, I mean, because he's suspicious of this Large six foot eight, man. like, 300 pound dude living in his shed. But, um,. Well, that's fine. I mean, really, it's it's all about just what hijinks Shep Ramsey can get into. Is Shep short for something? Shepherd. Shepherd Ramsey. Like he's the shepherd who who ushered the universe Shut the fuck up. into into Shut this up. safe zone. I've heard of Shemp before. From I've never heard that. Shemp was uh, I think he was like the fourth stooge. Like there was another stooge. Another stooge. There was two. It's the three stooges, not the four stooges. It's the three stooges. Shh, I'm gonna look up Shemp. It's probably it was Shemp. Probably... Three stooges. Look at that. How about that? Doesn't exist. Right there. Look at that fucking pedophile. Yeah. He was like the extra stooge. You're the extra stooge. Shut up. Um, what was your favorite uh, Hulk Hogan running gag? Either. There's so many like running gags and callbacks. And I like rule the of mime. Threes. 
I like I, I, I like the little girl. I thought the mime was stretched. We'll get to the little girl. I thought the mime was stretched out more. Like the mime is done like in like five minutes, because it's like basically well, he's going in and out of like that same. So you know how we have like the bulk and skull theme every time there's like a duo of people, which we still have in this movie with the Undertaker and the other guy. I actually thought of that song when they came on the screen. But there's also like another one where it's like the fish out of water song, where like anytime like there's a guy in a movie um, that's like invest is like learning about like his surroundings and walking around. There's always that like. I feel like it's a Curb Your Enthusiasm theme almost. <laughs> that like they're walking and they just keep experiencing things. There's like three of those in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, there is. And the first and like the one late at night when he's checking mm-hmm. on a ship is, um, well, the first one is when he first lands and he's got his get up on. He there's like the woman at the RC soda fountain. That's how you know this is made 1991. Is they saw yeah, that RC. Yeah, she wants her money. And he just hits the damn thing like mm-hmm. Fonzie and all the toy comes out. Then there's like a dog stuck in a hot car, and then and he, he puts the puts owner the in there. Muzzle on- the owner. Yeah. So like, that's the first one. And then there's another Look, one late at night. Whatever you're going to say about Hulk Hogan, okay? He is a humanitarian. True. Okay? I've been a black dog, however. Let's not go up. there. Is there a single African American in this film? No. God damn it, Hulk. We give you credit every... We try. Every single time. God damn it, But this it, was also the suburbs in 1991. Great so. point. Really the best point. Happy make. birthday, Tope. <laughs> Oh no! So then the second one, late at night. What else happens besides the mime? Oh, the Ferrari. Like the car's like talking to him, and he rips the car. Like the artificial intelligence in this Ferrari in 1991. You were too close. And then like I'm sorry, I'm falling and I can't get up. Right. Jillian, I'm talking here. Shh. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then the mime, like he thinks he's trapped in a force field, so like he punches him out of it. And like five minutes later, this mime's in a. <laughs> Here, catch this in your mouth. Yeah, here you go. Roll to this. There you go. Yeah. Um, like, like, down the street, this mime's now, like, climbing a rope, and he throws him up there, and every single time, the mime has to say something like, well, well, I guess I should try juggling. <laughs> and then the next day, the guy's got a neck collar on. It's a brace, a neck brace. Neck collars are like for dogs. Whatever. I'm and he's gonna neck collar on you. And he's like offers to give him the rope and stuff. Like like, I knew they were coming, and I was like, oh man, this is so bad. And then when they happened, I'm like, okay, those weren't that bad. <laughs> because they were so bad that they were no, so I don't bad. Think they were. I honestly don't think they were. What they were the were couple a moments? Bad. There were a couple moments where like you leaned back at me. Like, do you remember what those were specifically? Well, yeah, the mime one. The one last of, one. The last mime one, yeah. Yeah, when he's like, here, just take the rope. Yeah. And then, um, <coughs> I think it was something with the bodyguards. No, it was something early. Mm. Uh, I think it was when that, uh, like the very first scene when like the president throws like this like razor blade index card. Oh, yeah. And the guy's like hand falls off and he's turning into like a rodent or something. No, yeah, yeah. Or not like, a rodent, like a, like like a, like a, like a lizard, like a predator man. Yeah. That used to scare the fuck out of me when I was a child. I don't blame you. That's a scary scene. That scary scene. for like that's, a child's that's movie? That's scary for a kid's movie. It's basically movie. Predator and the creature from the Black Lagoon yeah. more than the one. Yeah, that's that. I apologize when I picked this movie. I thought that actor was Michael Ironside. It's not Michael Ironside. It's bo- It's Michael like Copperside or something. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that... I just, it's like, what was that? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like an Asian shooting star thing, you know? Like the ninja star? It was like just 
An index card, metal index mm-hmm. card. Oh, I think it was the skateboarding part. Yeah, when like he like he trips on the skateboard and then he's like, Hulk Hogan takes a fifteen foot. He takes the Mick Foley Whoa. Hell in a Cell bump, the biggest bump he ever took in his fucking life, except Whoa. the cocaine bumps in the eighties. And then he uh, and then he goes to talk to the crazy World War II colonel that lives next door. That for no reason they can just pretend like they have the same kind of like military history stories. Um, and then facilitate him being a nice guy two times in a row by moving the, uh, moving the, like the rod, like the hot rod car, and then saving his son from the other, like, why do so many people have an uh, obsession with speed on that street? I don't know. Um. It's the 90s. But then again, you get the call back later because he throws the skateboard into the fucking atmosphere. Because it goes past the bounty hunter's mm-hmm. ship later. And then the whole time he has, like, this massive cool skateboard that he gives the kid. Like a rocket, like a rocket board. Yeah. Um, so you have those gags. You have him squeezing an entire cantaloupe in this oh, old lady's yeah. face. That was funny. Yeah. Um, then you have, uh, then you have... Then you have him rescuing this cat from a tree. And I want to point out right now, I want to give you props, because I am fantastic at this normally. I will be in the middle of watching a movie and I'll be taken out of it for 15 minutes because I'm like, is that, is, like that? is that the fucking, is that the scout leader from Bushwhacked? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like I'm watching like fucking Saving Private Ryan or something. <laughs> like I get so distracted by remembering bit actor whatever. Mm. So Hulk Hogan like saves a cat from a tree mm. and the little girl's like, that's not my cat. So he lets the tree go and the cat goes flying and it's hilarious to me. So it comes back later, the girl's crying again and like he gets the cat and she actually grabs on the branch, she goes flying, and he catches her. And you're sitting here, and you're going, that's Elizabeth Moss. I'm yeah. like, shut the fuck up. From that side view, and she said, thanks. Like, it, I just, yeah. And I she made to turn into Peggy Olsen. Yeah. And sure enough, credits roll. It's Elizabeth Moss. Yes, it is. As a child, being caught by Hulk Hogan before Scientology fucked her up. She's a well, Scientologist? Yeah, and it's, you don't want to ask her about it, because she's tired of being asked about it. <laughs> she, also did, she also was married to Fred Armisen. Turns out Elizabeth Moss had a weird life. What? What's the weirdest thing about Elizabeth Moss? That she's a Scientologist, that she was married to Fred Armisen and he left her for Abby Elliott, or that she was in Suburban Commando. D, all of the above. D, all the above. Yeah. And she's only five years older than than us. Wait, she was a child in this? She was nine years old then. So all those bits, like... Are they, like, the funniest thing that's ever happened? Of course not. No. But they're not... None of them are lame or too corny, if that makes right. sense. You know what I mean? They're not. Um, also, limited child actors in this that were super obnoxious. The daughter. The daughter only had, like, two lines. I know, and she was terrible. Well, I think that's why. Like, that's, like they focused on the, the budding friendship... As opposed to his connection with the family. Like, right. he saves the kid from getting hit by a car, and they give him a cake, but it's not like the kids have a problem. Like, Mr. Right. Nanny. Like, he doesn't, like, latch onto the kids. I think that's why it's more enjoyable. It, it's, it stays with the adults. Okay, I can see that. <coughs> you know, like, he has, uh, he interacts with the secretary and ends up boinking her. Um, you know, like, that stuff is more entertaining, and it's a little outside of the box as opposed to... He loves the kids and blah, 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 blah. Like, they don't even go there. Oh, I remember more of the fish out of the water stuff. Like, the first day he's there, he's, like, lifting the weight equipment, but it's, like, mm-hmm. what makes up the weight equipment, not the weights themselves. 
And then he helps Shelley Duvall because she's screaming watching some fucking talk show. Yeah. And then, and then, like the do- like the mailman's putting the mail to the slot. And then, and I was like, the, the biggest knife. He's wearing sweatpants. And he gets his knife out of nowhere and tries to kill the mailman. Then he almost kills a paper boy by throwing the paper back at him. Bullseye, smartass. He does have a lot of cool, like, Schwarzenegger lines in this, too. He does. Um, was there anything you didn't like? Um. Or is there, or let me ask you both questions. Is there anything you really, really liked in particular? I mean, it was fine. It was fine. I mean, I didn't, I didn't. Are you disappointed that this wasn't as bad as you were thinking yes. it was going to be? Yes, I am. I'm isn't that a, isn't that a fucking thing? Like. I'm, I'm disappointed that it wasn't as bad. You okay? Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's Toby's birthday, so texts are coming through. Oh. Um. Like, it's a fucking thing where it's like, oh man, this is going to suck. Yeah. No, and no. like, it's not that bad. Like, this is 150,000 times better than the chaperone. Okay. Right? But would you say you almost enjoyed the chaperone more because you were able to hate it yeah. and shit on it? So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, there's kind of so they might get like similar scores, but it's because of different reasons. Right. No, Jillian. Um, was there anything you really didn't like? Um, no. I mean, I didn't. I didn't really like anything or hate anything. It was I was I was just kind of like enjoying just experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean. Same. Like, it's... Yeah, it was, it, nothing was super offensive to me. At I mean, least. there's I, plenty of... Japanese, so it wasn't offensive to me. Also, the but, random almost rape scene in the film. Oh, my God, yeah. I did mention that, didn't I? I said, there's a rape scene in this? It's not a rape... It's just, like, a mugging, I guess? No, like, it was a rape scene. There's two guys, when Christopher Lloyd, like, stumbles upon the ship, because every time Shep Ramsey goes out and, like, works out and <laughs> goes to the ship, he, like, is also a little superhero-ish. <coughs> These two guys are, like, accosting this woman. Christopher Lloyd, like, puts the commando outfit on. He gets shot, and, like, he accidentally saves her. And then that's what starts, like, that's how they can find that Shep is on the planet. And those same two guys manage to pick up, like, a freeze gun and use it to hilarious hijinks and fashion mm-hmm. um, when they're robbing a bank. Also, that's for some of you there's ever been a bank robbing scene that you didn't have a comment in. Because also, like, what are you going to say? If there was an actual freeze gun in our bank, like, they actually wouldn't have been able to get into the vault because no one would have had the codes. Like, that's what you're, I was uh, expecting. Um, you're really rude. <laughs> but, yeah, so it wasn't, like, a rape scene. It was just to introduce these two guys who later on are going to freeze Christopher Lloyd. Um, uh, and also where the bounty hunters come in. Uh, I fucking love The Undertaker in this. Uh, the, the one part I knew I was going to love was just... 20, like, six-year-old Undertaker, ginger as shit, making funny faces, being in a car with another man yeah. that says just married and a drive through window thinking that they're... That was funny. And then, of course, the best line of the movie, You're a dead man, Ramsey! No wonder you guys don't talk. It's so... It's, that's funny. That's... The whole time they're not talking and they give it to the Undertaker. They couldn't give it to the other guy, who I think is dead. <laughs> okay. That guy blew up in a cloud of steroids. Um, yeah. I fucking, it's, look at Hulk Hogan on the back of this. He just looks, like, so, like, weird. So roided up. Not even that. Like, that's not even him in his best. It looks like a fake picture, honestly. Looks like he put his head on somebody else's body. Yeah, it does. Um, 
Before we get MV- MVP and LVP, let's remake Suburban Commando. Okay. Who, who nowadays, who does what? John Obviously, Cena. John Cena is the Suburban Commando. John Cena is the Suburban Commando. He, he's going to do a great job being so, you know, out of place in America. Um, Who's Christopher Lloyd? Who is Christopher Lloyd? Like, shitty, middle-aged, sad... Christopher Lloyd. Christopher, Christopher Lloyd's like 90 years old, I think. Christopher Lloyd would be Christopher Lloyd. He's so old. No, he'll be the crazy colonel. There you go. For, right, as yeah. a callback to the first one. Yeah, film. yeah, he'll be the colonel. Cr- he'll be the crazy colonel. Um, hey, hey, hey. Oh, no, I have Charlie Day in my mind. Okay. Like Charlie Day. I could Day. be like Charlie yeah. Day. Uh, or, or like, um, or Jason Bateman. Eh. Not too close to Hancock, then. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, hey, hi. Uh, then Shelly Duvall. Yeah, fucking Megan Fox and her thumbs. No, come on. Because you can't do that pan up shot of Megan Fox where oh, yeah. like, you're going to be like, hold on. Nikki Bella and her tits. <laughs> Whoa, what? What are we talking about here? Uh, who's Larry Miller? We can still get Larry Miller, yeah, right? Larry Miller would still do it. <laughs> Only one person can do Larry Miller's shit. And he doesn't even look like he's aged any. He's he doesn't. Just, he was 64 in this. No way. No, of course he wasn't. I believe probably, it. Because it could be true. Because he's not even 64. Where's my fucking phone? There it is. Julian, we're going to look up Larry Miller. We're going to see what he's doing. I haven't seen him in recently. I'm worried. Did we lose Larry Miller? No, he's not dead. He can't be dead. I refuse to believe that we lost Larry Miller. American treasure. Larry Miller, comedian. He was born in 1953. He's 63 years old. <laughs> He'll be 64th. In October. Yeah. Any day now. Yay, happy... Ow, my nipple! Fuck, that hurts. So bad. Oh, he's got a podcast. This week with Larry Miller. Oh, he had a coma and he was hospitalized, but he's back. What? All right, good. Can't keep Larry Miller down. Can't keep him down. Um. Mm. Mm. All right. Uh, MVP and LVP. I have the cards over here, so... Either you take the baby... Or you take the cards. I'll take the baby. Okay. Julie, go to my mom. Come here. Mm. Yes. A boom. 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 You want to help me with the cards? No, that's a horrible idea. Come on, Jimmy. Let's go. Okay. Uh, would you say start with MVP? LVP. LVP. I don't know if I have anybody. You want to make it the daughter, don't you? Just well, those the two secretary lines. also was really I like the secretary. She was a, I mean... She was a little bit of an She was way too happy to pull that gun out all the time. Yeah. And we, a bit of an overactor. I'm trying to rack my brain and see. Yeah, she, she... Yeah, you have a good point. I, I honestly just can't think of who else it would be. I, I'm almost... I mean, if you don't want to make it one of the kids... I mean, the boy didn't hardly... Neither one of them said enough and that I didn't notice. Those bully kids or that neighbor. The neighbor was fine. That neighbor... The neighbor, I don't think I've ever seen him in a role where he wasn't covered in grease. Hey. He's always like, cause he's the um, he's the he's the grease. 
He's the the cop slash repairman in National Lampoon's Vacation. The fat guy that like hassles them for all their money. He's also the sheriff at the same time. Like that guy's always just a fucking car guy. That's just him. That's yeah, like like they just come. anytime they film, that guy's just nearby fixing a car. Hey, you want to be in the film? Yeah, it's sixth time this week. Um, we're gonna sue you, buddy. It's the nineties. Um, yeah, I guess it could be the the secretary. She's she's whatever. What's her name? His Larry Miller's first movie was Pretty Woman. I thought you were gonna say Suburban Commander. No, this wasn't far off. Wasn't far off. Um, where is she? Um, was she Margie, right? Yeah. Joe Ann Deering. <laughs> God damn it. So, uh, The Undertaker's character's name was Hutch. Uh, his partner's name was Knuckles. The guy's real name was Tony Longo. That's a badass right there if you've ever heard one. Um, yeah, he's dead. I was right. I was a writer and a painter. Sure That's really mean. I'm sure he did great. Um, oh, the, this biker guy is a, like a, a thing. Oh, a different biker. Never mind. Not who I was thinking of. Um, this guy's probably dead too. Just wanted to know. Yeah, that guy's dead. <laughs> All right, MVP. I honestly don't know. MVP? I mean, it's between Hulk Hogan and Christopher Lloyd. For sure. It's not Shelley Duvall. It's not. No, it's, it's not between, Larry Miller because it's between Hulk Hogan and Christopher Lloyd. I do like the guy that played General think, Suter, though. I thought he was like a good. He wouldn't be the MVP. I feel like he, that could have been anyone, yeah. and it would have been the same. Yeah. You know, but I think that these two characters were very specific to the actors who played them. I honestly would probably give it to Hulk Hogan oh over Christopher. Lloyd. I mean, you don't have to write it down yet unless you feel one way or the other. I was going to say Hulk Hogan. I was like, but it can't be Hulk Hogan. He, ha- he does have, like, we laughed when it said, uh, ins- like the- commanding and inspired comic presence of Hulk Hogan. But, like, in this, he does have this energy. She's like the arcade scene. Right, right. He has, like, when this he's kind so of energy around him. Yeah. And, like, when he's kind of acting a little normal and earnest in this, it's so much... Not earnest, the character, but, like, no, earnest like is, like, very genuine. very true and genuine. I mean, it, start, it was a rough start when, like, he's talking about, like, you know, alien needed, narcs he, and, like... He needed to warm up a bit. They shot the film sequentially. Yeah, it was the he director's needed to warm up a bit, and uh, it paid off. This was, this is honestly the best you'll ever get Hulk Hogan, by far. Because a lot of times he's mugging, he's too much. I mean, no. What are you talking about? The, that Hulk Hogan reality show that he did with his wife and kids. Hogan Knows Best? That, he was that, that, great. That, that ruined his life. <laughs> Seriously, he got divorced, his kid almost killed somebody, Brooke Hogan just... Kept Went to eating TNA? donuts. <laughs> She's in Glow, by the way. It was really weird. She plays a um, uh, the venue that they're originally trying to go for. She's the owner, and so there's all these like little wrestling callbacks and like like references throughout. Like when Carlito walks in, he's like holding an apple. You know, it's like cute little winks and nods, and it's like, is that fucking, is that fucking Brooke Hogan? <laughs> and it is. She's playing it normal. That's she had like three cool. lines. It's random, but um, yeah, Hulk Hogan's the MVP of a film. Before Christopher Lloyd has gotten one, I believe. But I think oh, he earns it. Like this, I think this was originally supposed to be like a Schwarzenegger vehicle. And honestly, I don't think I, I think this movie would have been worse if you had any anybody else in it. Yeah, like, I agree. I think it's and that's what makes an MVP. What else on Suburban Commando? We've only been going thirty-seven minutes. I mean, I don't think that we need to go any longer. 
I mean, this is kind of what we would do if we were actually live at Pod Slam. So it's true. It's very you know, true. No, this is a good. I think we covered everything. I mean, it it was a very '90s movie. Mm-hmm. You could tell. Um, I mean, yeah. Kids like it. It's not super. It's not super involved. I mean, it's funny. Anyone could watch it. I, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It, it, I'm glad this movie didn't get tainted from my childhood because honestly, when I said I, I was like shitting on it, and it honestly, I think it's a bit of a bad rap. Okay, let's not go crazy. Yeah, it's not fucking ET. Yeah, I'm but it's not Kazam. That should be on the fucking box. Right. It ain't not, it ain't ET, but, but it ain't it's not Kazam. Kazam. You got a couple hours to kill. Owen Gleiberman, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, uh the mullets. Married with movies. Sure, I mean, that's our goal. We should get on the package of a film at oh. some point. Oh, we will. Let's get that. Let's get that famous. Julian, make a film and then let me be on, quoted on it. What are you doing to my phone? She almost ruined my Netflix yesterday. She, like, grabbed the PlayStation remote, it fell on the ground, and all of a sudden, like, like the aspect ratio was permanently on the screen. It's like, what did you do? Julian, what'd you do? You're a mess, kid. Score time for Suburban Commando. I nominated it. You scored first. Your expectation score was a three. I mean, it did exceed my expectations, I must say. But you're going to hate the score I'm going to give it. Because I'm going to give it a five. Because I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. it. There wasn't anything harmful about it. I laughed. I actually laughed at some points. I mean, it was fine. But then Shelley Duvall does take away some of it for me. So why is she not the LVP? Cause I think that she was fine. She's hardly in it. Like she's, she's hardly in it. And like when she is, she's like, you know, with like the screaming or whatever. Like I mean, I think that she was fine. She looks. You can't really mess that role up. She looks like Magic Carp, the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Giant eyes and this dead look in her face all the time. Uh, I'm going five and a half. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm. I think that's fair. A five point two five. A five point two five for Suburban Commando fair. is the best review this film ever received. By far. A 5.25. A 1 out of 5? No, out of 10. <laughs> That's Hulk Hogan's score. Brother. It's a cool getup, too. It's a good. It's a cool outfit, you know? You know, you could. we could do the Suburban Commando. Uh, you could be Suburban Commando for Halloween one year. No. I don't feel like I explain to many people who the fuck I am. I love looking at the, uh, at the chapter, the scene titles. Oh, you do? You know what I love looking at? I love looking at mullet, looking at the special features of this film, and one of the special features is called Pick the Flick. Pick the Flick, and it's a trivia game. They give you a scene and a bunch of movies, and you have to say what like scene the movie's shot. from. Like and a still shot. And they keep shot. repeating like the same fucking pictures over and over yep. again. And I kept missing one. Yeah, it was hilarious it was though. It was, really it was really funny. It was really whatever. It was it was funny. All right, so this was my nomination. So Samantha nominated a movie we are almost definitely going to watch over the next two days. Okay, so... The people won't hear for so three weeks. The reason, you know, we, we are putting the Ides of March, which is, you know, we're recording out of order, um, because we want something a little lighter this hurricane season. We're, we're dreading... <laughs> last time we had House of Sand and Fog and both Saw movies. Yes. Yeah, so and I was, was like, I think the house was just weeping... At what we were watching, and right. it started to leak. Exactly. So I, I wanted to do something lighter and, and funny, so it was easy to watch and get through, and wouldn't and would like take us out of the fact that we were in the middle of a, a possibly a category three hurricane. But 
When I went upstairs, one of the movies in that pick the flick thing that Mullet had so much fun with was The Mask, which is one of my favorite <coughs> movies. And I, I go upstairs and I'm looking, I'm like looking at the M's in the Blu-rays, it's not there, so maybe we only have it on DVD. Go to the M's in the DVD, it's not there. I said, did Mullet do like The Mask, so that way The Mask no. and Mask wouldn't get confused? Hold on, but you found Mask, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Eric Stoltz ugly fuck I movie. found Mask, and I was like, well, did he put it under The Mask, so that way we could like tell the difference between them? But no, we just don't own it, and I was so upset! If you've known me for a very long time, especially my freshman year roommate, Keaton, I hate the movie The Mask. I've never known this. It We've been annoying. together for a, a, over a I decade. I owned it at one point. My mom bought it to me, like one of the first DVDs I owned, because she thought I liked it. I'm like, no, I don't like this movie. But I don't. And I just how kept can I never it. know you didn't I don't like get it. rid of anything. Because it's when's it come up? How many times does The Mask come up in I don't conversation? Know, but that, this would be a very different relationship if I had known that at the start. Why was your requirement six feet tall, white, and. Like in the mask? White was not a requirement. I'm just making you sound racist because I'm upset you were upset with me not liking the mask. <laughs> Johnny's just staring at her daddy. So yeah, so go on. We don't own the mask, so okay, it's not part so, of the choices. Right, So, but I was heartbroken. I just have to bring that up. So instead, the two movies that I'm going to nominate are ones that... Um, I think it'll be funny to watch, and I forgot one of them. You're the worst. Oh my god, I had them in my head. I should have written it down. Exactly. <laughs> Don't. Oh no. Go upstairs right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. And find what it is. Oh no. Ladies and gentlemen, home. You just got an insight as to what I deal with on a daily basis. The woman is a mess. She can't remember anything. Save her life. It was, what, 40 minutes. She couldn't come up, she couldn't remember one title of a movie for 40 minutes. I have a lot of movies, I know. She could just pick Mask. If you watch it the right way, Mask is hilarious. Not The Mask, Mask. But instead... We have to wait for her to waddle her ass down the steps. I don't waddle anymore. Yeah, she do. You've waddled your entire life. No, I have not. You toddle. That's more appropriate. All right, I'm sorry. I don't really remember, so I'm going to go with two comedies that I really like, and I don't think we nominated them. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. And the other one is actually not a comedy that we've seen, but one that I think we'll like, and I'm really shocked we don't own the other two. Um, but we just did this with Jillian, and she really enjoyed it, so Madagascar 3. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> you don't want to do circus opera with her? No. <laughs> she no. loved it. I loathed the first Madagascar movie, and I only bought the third one for you because I'm a nice husband for circus afro. So yeah, no, no, Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay, so Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. Hello! Hello! I think you'll like that movie too, Jilly. So Mrs. Doubtfire. So I think that I think that's a good choice. I think that that's a good movie. Get us through this. So you don't remember what the other movie was besides Mrs. Doubtfire? No. And you picked Madagascar three instead. I was looking. Ow, ow. Jillian, your mother, has got real problems. We talked about them while you were upstairs. That's gonna do it for this week's episode of Married with Movies. 
Thank you as always for listening to the podcasts. Of course, you can find us on arcadeaudio.net along with the other podcasts. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. Leave us a review and five stars. Helps us out. Your podcast automatically, hopefully every single week. Again, we missed a week a couple weeks ago because of the impending hurricane. We apologize for that. But uh, you can also email us, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. Tweet at us, at marriedwmovies. And uh, like, we said, your nipple. like we said at the beginning, most importantly right now, arcadeaudio.net slash podslam, 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. Central Time. This, from when you're, if you're listening to this, when it airs, this Saturday, September 23rd, IO Chicago, the Chris Farley Cabaret. We have an uh, amazing show, an amazing lineup for you. Podcasts all covering the world of professional wrestling, just like we did today. Um, it's all for Connor's Cure, our pediatric brain cancer uh, research foundation, started by the WWE, now vetted through the V Foundation. Um, we thank them for their continual support. And uh, if you, everyone's been affected by cancer in some way, shape, or form, and it's nothing more tragic than pediatric cancer. So please, please, please help us crush our goal of $3,500. It's to an amazing charity that gets 100% of all the funds that are raised for it, just like 100% of the proceeds of Connor's, of Potsdam go to Connor's Cure. Um, there's also an opportunity for you to um, win some cool prizes. We're going to be having a silent auction for the second straight year. I'm going to be doing giveaways all day long just for people that have shown up. Um, it's my one of my favorite times of the year. No. I have many favorite times of the year. I love Christmas. I love the Royal Rumble. I love my anniversary. I love this little one's birthday coming up. But Pod Slam is also very special to me. So I'm excited to be your host and content director for the third straight year. Yay! Yay! Thanks for the clap, Jilly. Yay, that's Daddy. Jilly's. That's Jilly's final thoughts. And yeah, you're gonna be with you're gonna be in Miami with Grams and with Grandma and, and Pop Pop. What do you think of Suburban Commando, Jillian? Do you like Suburban Commando? You have to talk. Kid. You're like Monty from the Major League films. <laughs> Foul ball. You like talk. it? What do you think of the movie, Jillian? You're going on an airplane for the first time in a week. Oh, put that back in her mouth here, Jilly. She doesn't want it. Great. She don't listen to me anyway. It's going to be fun. Yeah. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies if we live through it. She's trying to kill us like that fucking index card <laughs> with the Suburban Commando DVD. I know. We shouldn't let her watch these violent things. Hit Daddy in the face. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's going to hurt so bad. Don't. Hit Daddy in the dick. Don't. Hit him. Do it, Jilly. This sounds like a terrible sequel to Throw Mama from the Train. Hit Daddy in the dick! <laughs> Blue sky, plenty of sunshine. Take a stroll down by the bay. Where else could there ever be such a sensational hideaway? And now, and now, now's the time for a little vacation to clear the mind. And now, Like paradise. <laughs> Take this beautiful morning. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.